God bless you. We are prophesying into the year 2024, and this message has to do with God revealing himself to you. God has a desire to reveal deep things to you, but you have to posture yourself. You have to increase your capacity. You've got to remove hesitation. And so God wants to show you some things about who he is. He wants to show you some things about who you are. And this is the verse of scripture that I'm preaching from right now. And it's Isaiah 45 and 3, where he says, I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, am the God of Israel. Such a powerful scripture, one verse, power packed with the heart of the Lord for you to dig out treasure to give you. Glory to God. Treasure is what? Something that is pricey, something costly, something beautiful, something that shines, something that has a glory to it, something that is unique, something that is uh, beautiful beyond description. It's hard to describe. It's it's ornate glory to God. It's something you protect. It's something that you guard. It's something you hold away from other people. It's something you only pull out on special occasions. It's something you put in a museum and guard glory to God with a security team. Treasures are something that are found in deep water. It takes an expedition. It takes a team to even get to it because it's so remote. It's so hard to find. It's something that most people won't take the risk or pay the price or do the planning and the preparation required to go and dive down deep and get to that which is pricey and costly and treasure. And I pray in the name of the Lord that you open yourself up now to the treasure God wants to reveal to you, the treasure God wants to reveal in you, the treasure God wants to reveal through you, the treasure God wants to pour out of you, the treasure the Lord God wants you to, to see for yourself. I has not seen Ear has not heard, neither has it entered to the heart of man, the things that God has in store for those who love him. And so I want to encourage you that there are things that are hidden because God wants you to pursue him to find it. God had, I had to study this, the Holy of Holies, the, the manifest presence of God at the ark, in the ark of the covenant, in the tabernacle, in the temple, it was in darkness. Oh, in the beginning, the earth was, was void and, and darkness covered the deep and the Lord spoke. He was in darkness. God, when he revealed himself on Mount Sinai to Moses and the people of Israel, the children of Israel saw a dark cloud and the voice of God came from the cloud. God is in a place of concealment. God is in a place that requires you to enter into darkness and, and places that are uncommon, places that are not easy to, to, to get to. God wants you to enter into these places of depth with him. His holiness is concealed. Oh, now we see it everywhere, but it's the intimate experience of the presence of God that is concealed. Why? Because he's holy. He, he's not going to be around just anything and around just anybody. He's not going to reveal the depth of his treasure to just anyone because Jesus even said, don't cast your pearls before swine because they will trample it. God doesn't reveal the deepest of his treasures to just anyone for them to, what, mistreat him. 
I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places. That's the word of the Lord to you for 2024. Why? So that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, am the God of Israel. It's all about him revealing himself. He wants to show you Jesus. He wants to show you more of his love. So I'm going to take you into this dream that brought me to that verse of scripture. I was talking to a young lady and I was standing in her basement. And what the strangest thing was about this situation is the basement belonged to her, but she was not willing to buy it. I'm going to say that again. The basement, the entire house belonged to this woman, a very young lady, but she did not know if she wanted to buy it. What am I saying? That it had already been deeded over to her. The, the prophetic word had been released. This is yours. Do you want it? And she wasn't sure she wanted it. She wasn't sure she wanted to pay the price required to obtain the possession that was already hers. And that's where many of us are right now. God, you have an inheritance in God. You are his inheritance and he is yours. What does he say in Song of Solomon? He says, I am yours and you are mine. You belong to him. He belongs to you. There's all of him that you get to explore through eternity and you'll never get bored because of how manifold wise he is just how beautiful he is the depth of the riches of the knowledge and the wisdom of God are beyond description and so we'll be learning him over and over and over through and through and through deeper and deeper and deeper all through eternity but even now on earth God is saying will you pay the price will you take the time will you pay the cost to go deeper with me the basement represents that which is subsurface oh it's subsurface level. It's below the ground. Come on. It takes digging to get to. Treasure takes digging. Treasure's not just laying around for anybody to pick up off a park bench. Treasure is something that you call, you call it that because it's something that you cannot find. It's called treasure, not just because it's jewelry or coins or gold or bullion. It's because it's been hidden. That's what makes it treasure. The treasure speaks to your heart condition toward it. You treasure that thing because that thing was something that took time. It took effort. It took energy. It cost me something to obtain it. And Jesus is that treasure. God wants to show you Jesus to another, another dimension. And he's saying, will you pay the cost? I asked this woman, are you sure you don't want to make use of your basement? All of this space that's been made for you. She's just standing there in the basement and she's just kind of like, I don't know. She didn't know if she could use all the space. She, she couldn't comprehend using it. It was beyond her mind's ability to comprehend. It was her house, but she did not take possession. She, she was the home buyer, but she was also the home owner. She needed to pay for it, but it was already hers. There's this, 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 this paradox in Christ where we have all we need in him, but there are things that he only gives to those who pay a certain price. Is he the pearl of great price in your life? She was not willing to accept what was rightfully hers. Listen to the word of the Lord in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And this begins at verse 9. And I touched on this a little earlier. But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. These things are hidden. I need to preach this to you again. What God has for you is hidden. Not everything you have right now 
is the, sum of, the summary or the summation of all God has for you. There's some stuff that's hidden. There's treasure. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit, for the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God, the basement. You get there by the spirit. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. You see this? This is about you and the Holy Spirit. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. That's it right there. It's been freely given to you, but you don't know it. Oh, you've not experienced it. You've not possessed it. You've not uh, put it into your bosom. You've not touched it yet. It belongs to you. It's been freely given, but you can't get to it because it's the spirit. It says right here, the spirit who is from God is the one who makes us know the things that we have been freely given by God. These things we also speak, not in words with man's wisdom, which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. God has stuff for you that you can only discern by the Spirit. What I'm saying is get to the altar. Get to the altar. Get into the Spirit. Let the Spirit teach you what's been freely given to you, the things that can be only spiritually discerned because your natural mind, this woman, could not naturally comprehend what she was going to do with the space that had been given her, the deep space, the deep, the deep things of God. Deep space is where you go beyond our solar system. Come on, somebody. We can't get there with, with any machinery that we have. Deep space is where you watch Star Trek go. They're going, come on now, traveling through time warps. They're going faster than the speed of light in order to reach some of their destinations. These things cannot be naturally done. They're beyond our natural ability to reach. Deep space is beyond man's natural ability to receive. We can see some of it, but we don't even see it how it looks now. We see how it looked when it came forth. Oh, God. And so we're still just getting an idea of what it, the promise is. We're not seeing what it looks like to inherit it. It's only spiritual discern, spiritually discern. Scripture is teaching us here that there are some things that only the Spirit can teach us or show us. These are freely given to us as a possession due to our position in Christ. Are you receiving this for yourself? But we don't take possession of some of these things if we don't receive them by the help of the Holy Spirit. We only receive the deep things of God by allowing the Holy Spirit to reveal them to us. I'm going to say that again. We only receive the deep things of God by allowing the Holy Spirit to reveal them to us. Meaning when we see something that doesn't make natural sense, we don't reject it. We begin to seek it out and ask questions and say, God, what are you saying? This thing doesn't make sense. And so my natural mind needs to be submitted to the Holy Ghost and the mind of Christ. Jesus Christ had to believe that to become a king, he had to die. Jesus had to believe that the same spirit that put him inside Mary would be the spirit that would raise him from the dead if he submitted to the cross. Jesus had to, to receive the dynamic of Christ, which is that he had to become fashioned as a man, come on somebody, empty himself, become as we are, in order for those to see him as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And so that's beyond the natural mind. Our natural mind cannot possibly 
contain what God has for us. Our natural eyes can't see what he has for us. We can only become aware of our spiritual inheritance by spending time with the Holy Ghost. I'm going to say that again. We can only become aware of our individual spiritual inheritance by spending time with the Holy Ghost. You've got to get the vision of God from God himself. We must receive revelation, which means we must be willing to accept the fact that there are some gifts from God that are hidden until we come to the knowledge of them through our relationship with him. In other words, we have to be willing to, to accept the fact that there are some things that God has given us that he has to reveal. That means that they are concealed until he reveals them. Otherwise, we will resist the deeper riches the Lord has for us. This woman standing standing in a basement, wide open basement, beautiful basement, and she didn't know what to do with it. She had no vision from God. She had no comprehension of what God, because eyes can't see and ears can't hear. It can't enter into the heart of man the things God has in store for them. But we can get these things by the Holy Spirit if we listen. You receive what you believe. If you can't believe it, you won't receive it. Some people don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost because they don't believe it. Some people don't speak in tongues because they don't believe it. Some people don't prophesy because they don't believe it. It's not because God doesn't want it for them. They haven't sat with God and received the revelation. This is for you. So what are some of the riches that God has for us? I'm not just talking about spiritual gifts. I'm talking about freedom, peace, joy, love. The entire fruit of the spirit, self-control. Our wealth is a spiritual wealth. Spirit of God told me to tell you this. Only after we truly accept our spiritual inheritance can we walk in the natural wealth God has for us. So we're focusing on college, career, and God's saying, no, focus on submission, offering your life to me, and living for me, and then you get the wealth in the natural. Deuteronomy chapter 8, and you will remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth, verse 18, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. And then he goes on to say, then it shall be if you by any means forget the Lord, listen to this, and follow other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you this day that you will surely perish. He says, walk with the Lord or perish. Then he says in verse 20, as the nations which the Lord destroys before you, so shall you perish because you would not be obedient to the what? The voice of the Lord your God. If you're not getting in the Holy Ghost and getting the voice of the Lord, you don't even know what to obey. You don't even know what to do. You don't even know where to go. You don't know where God's guiding you because you're not going to the Lord and trusting first that you can even hear him. Some of us struggle there, but that's your inheritance to hear the voice of God. Manna from heaven represents the word of the Lord every morning and every evening. That's the voice of the spirit of God, not just reading the word, but, but the Holy Ghost illuminating the word and you closing your Bible and trusting that as you talk to him, sit with him, listen to him, that he can speak to your spirit. He didn't have to just speak to you through the word of God. Are you limiting God to the word? God will always speak in accordance and agreement with his word, but he's quoting scripture to you sometimes. Sometimes God is augmenting what he says in scripture for your individual situation. Glory to the Lord. We have to listen for his voice. It's what God says that really matters. Mary's sitting at the feet of Jesus, and he says, Mary has chosen the good part. 
Mary has chosen that which is primary. Mary has chosen that which is needful. Mary has chosen the one thing that is necessary, and that is to sit at my feet and hear my words. Your life will only go as far as the word of God. What does God say is yours? What does God say about who you are? You need to know that. We receive revelation through discerning the voice of God in scripture and in prayer. And this is what I have for you. I'm submitting this idea that the Lord has more in store for you than you can imagine. And that what he has for you is invisible and intangible, but it is glorious. Oh, Jesus. What he has for you is invisible and intangible, but it is glorious. Come on. Where do you need freedom? How has the Lord spoken to you? Are you leaning into his voice? God says these things are your inheritance, but you can't receive them if you try to receive it with your eyes and ears. Your eyes and ears and natural mind will not be able to hear what he speaks. Oh, are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? He will speak to your spirit. It's the fire and the burning of the word of the Lord in your spirit that you should live on. Receive the word of the Lord. God has a spiritual inheritance that's hidden beneath the surface of your practical life. And it can only be revealed by his spirit. Seek the Lord. Write down what he says to you about what he has for you. Write it on your heart. Find that promise in his word and walk into what he has promised by faith. Believe what he says and trust him for it. You walk by faith. So first you need to know the promise, get it from God, straight from the Lord, and then you by faith walk into that promise. It's the faith in the promise that takes you to it. It's the faith in the promise that puts the feet in front of the other. It's the faith in the promise that makes things work. It's the faith in the promise that drives you toward the promise. It's the faith in the promise that gives you the substance of that which you're hoping for. And it's the evidence of what you have not seen. It's going to drive you to your personal cross. It's going to drive you to your personal resurrection. It's going to drive you to life. The unthinkable fruit of the spirit that you don't think is possible is for the taking. If you hear it and trust God and walk into it, this is the word of the Lord for you for 2024. God has this for you. Hidden treasure in secret places. Glory to God. Hidden treasure to the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places. Isaiah 45, 3 is what God has for you. Father, in the name of the Lord, we, we trust you. We serve you. And we have the capacity today to receive the deep things of God. We will, by faith, seek your face and determine in our hearts to hear what you're saying what you have for me. Oh, what do you have for me in 2024? What is your vision? What do you see? Oh God, and how should I see what's before me? How should my perception change when I see an empty space that I can't see a, a use for? Where should you uh, be putting the furniture? Come on. Where should you be painting the walls, God? Come on. Where should you be giving a plan, purpose, and an assignment to a space in my life that I have not seen a vision for? Give me vision, God. Fill in the blanks. May the dominoes fall when I put my feet in front of the other to trust you for the promise. And I'm going to do the unthinkable. I'm going to take risks to go after what it is you put in my spirit. In Jesus name, and the people of God said, amen, amen. I pray you receive this prophetic word that God has deep things for you. Deeper revelation, deep calls unto deep. God is speaking to your spirit. Are you listening?
Bless the Lord. Listen, if you want to connect with our ministry online, you can go to faithfireworldwide.com. That's where you can also sign up for our newsletter uh, and give into the ministry. We are donor-supported, donor-funded. And uh, we have an international ministry. I'm going to Guatemala in three weeks. Also, we have a ministry here in the Triad area where we minister in the community with community outreach programs, as well as we uh, do prophetic and prayer trainings here in the area. Glory to God. I'm praying and hoping to get some of those products online for you uh, so that you can take some of those uh, in your leisure time at your own pace. But we praise God for you. You can find a lot of this information as well on our link tree, link tree slash faith fire. Uh, you can find us there. God bless you. May May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift his countenance upon you and give you peace in Jesus' name. And until we see each other again, so long and bye-bye.